All right, so the NHL playoffs are in full swing, and this is dedicated to Billy Thomas, who is asked specifically for an NHL playoff and Stanley Cup whole, you know, the whole ball of wax we're going to do here for, for him. We're going to talk about games that are played, games upcoming, some little history of the NHL playoffs, Stanley Cup. We've got Mike on the board, who is... So we'll just got, leave him. Here. I've got two Mr. Hockeys, basically, here. <laughs> Big Mr. Ranger guy, Zach, and Mr. definitely Mr. Ranger with Mikey, but the whole thing of the NHL. So there's five game sevens. Now we're taping this. Today is the 14th. So we're going to, this might go out Sunday or Monday, but we're going to give our picks and see what's going on. So the Rangers play the Penguins on Sunday after a nice win last night for them. Yes, very nice. We won't talk about the shot that the Rangers gave to Sid the Kid, the poor guy who can't. Uh, yeah, you the know, poor guy. The poor guy. Mm-hmm. We will he be, will hey, he be out the next game? NHL yeah, did a clean hit. They, I, I, I believe he is out for the Right, Mike? I think he's out for... I, with hockey, especially with injuries and in the playoffs, it's always game time decision. But right. I can't see him. With his concussion history, yeah, he got elbowed in the head, I don't think he's coming back. Yeah, and the thing about the NHL, it's always either upper body or lower body injury. They yeah, never nothing, specify, like, nothing specific. Art, what, what part of the Nobody upper body. Nobody ever has a timetable for their injury, and it's it's always upper or lower body. Well, I mean, I go back to, to Ryan McDonough. He played uh, three games in the Stanley Cup final for the Rangers in the year, you know, in 2014, with a broken foot and a dislocated shoulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they they don't, if they get hurt, they don't tell you. They won't say anything. No. And it's weird, too, because in football, you have to have your injury report, like, a few days before the game. So, you know, like, that's put out there to see who can play, and obviously with the betting thing being so big yeah, in fantasy and whatever. But the NHL, they just, they're like yeah, they had, the Kremlin. Uh, <laughs> We're not giving out, look. He's not feeling well. That's all you guys got to know. If That's he... pretty much what it is. Like, uh, they had a few players, like for the Rangers, who were game time decisions, and they go out during warm ups, and they're still like, I'll let you know the lineup when we start right. playing. Like, you, you didn't know who was going to start the game until like they, it's already started. Exactly. You know? Yeah, because then you have even the healthy scratches where guys just are there, yeah. but they don't. They yeah, can play, but they're just like they're they're dressed, not, but it's like right. who's going to be in the lineup. But then they're in their street clothes watching the game from up there and whatever. So the Rangers are playing the Penguins. That's a game seven. Boston, Carolina is a game seven, correct, Mike? Yes, and it's today. That's today. Toronto, Tampa Bay is today, another game seven. Game seven today, yes. Edmonton and your second favorite team, the LA Kings. Oh, yeah. wait a minute, just kidding. Edmonton, that's a game seven. And Calgary, Dallas is a game seven. Yeah, so the eight playoff series, five of them are going to seven games. Because Florida beat Washington four to two, St. Louis beat Minnesota four to two, and Colorado, who's been—it seems like they've been off for a month. They won four in a row, and they're done. And I did pick them to win the Stanley Cup. Remember that earlier against the Rangers. So Again, in game. six. Yeah. Now the thing about the, with the Rangers, this is either very good. Obviously, if they win, it's going to be great for them because. Whenever you have that tough series, you have that tough first series, and you think, look, we're out of it. We're, we're, we're almost gone. We could lose this whole thing. They build momentum from that. So this could be the thing for the Rangers that are – because I, I think they're like – I guess it's them and Tampa – well, until you beat Tampa Bay, they still have to be considered one of the Favorite. better teams because, you know, Toronto had them – what? They were up 3-1 to one, Toronto at one point? 
Was it three one or two two, and then it went three two, and then they pretty, it was pretty even. It was every other game they won. Every other so. game they won because Toronto. It's the same thing with Carolina and Boston. It's been every other game. Right, it was the other team won. Yeah, and Boston doesn't seem like this is a powerful Boston team, but they somehow just find ways to. They no, got a lot of grinders, as they say. And they, how good the the. Carolina Hurricanes have been this season. You thought that this was going to be like oh five you games, know, five five games, like yeah. that, right? So I was. Some people were calling it a sweep, you know, because this Carolina Hurricane team seemed like it was way too good to be stopped by the Bruins, right? But because it's funny, I the Rangers play. Assuming the Rangers win their game seven, right, and they move on, they'll play the winner of the Boston Carolina series, and. As somebody who's afraid of playing Carolina, you're hoping for you know Boston, but then it's like you think, well, if we were worried about Carolina and they lost to the Bruins, what is right. that like? You know, it's really tough when you try to hope for a matchup because the Rangers are also hoping to play the Penguins in the first round, and we see how that's been right. terrifying so far. Right. So you really can never hope for a matchup because no. it, it really just kind of, so if if you're worried about yeah, Carolina and Boston it's, beats it's them, like. In baseball, it's the next pitcher, you know, next starting day's pitcher. We've said it forever. Hockey, it's goaltending. Now, shaky, they're goaltending early in the series. Yeah. Getting better now. So, hopefully, they straighten that out, and then the Rangers progress also, in the next round. a lot round. of players are coming back. Uh, Tyler Mott, Ryan Lindgren, Barkley Goudreau, three players got hurt. Uh early in the series. Well, two of them got hurt in the first game. One of them was hurt before the playoffs. Right. But two of them are back now already. So that's one more thing about extending the series. You're getting more healthy players right. back. Hopefully, Goudreau could come back by the second round if they advance because that's a, that's a depth forward that they need. But it, that's also one thing. The Penguins have just gotten more hurt. Uh, Ricard Raquel got hurt in game one. He hasn't been back. Crosby got hurt in game five. He's not back. Right, right. Ryan Boyle got hurt last game. He may not be back. It's crazy he's still playing. And I, I have to just a little shout out because I, you know, Brian Boyle used to play for the Rangers. Yes, but yep. he, I have to give him credit too. He beat cancer and came back into the league. He was out of the league for a little bit. I didn't, I didn't know he actually came back after the cancer diagnosis. That's a... Uh... So it's tough. You know, yeah. no no love yeah. lost there. I was always rooting for the Rangers, especially when, you know, Boyle was on the team. But, you know, he's on the Penguins now. So no, uh, no, I, yeah. hope, I hope they have an early Great face-off, man, bro. Yeah, bro. great, great death face-off. Face but I hope I hope he plays his last game. This is the game seven. <laughs> you know, I hope they're not moving on, I should say. Not his last season. game ever, Mike. No, his last, last, last game of the season. He can come back next year healthy and fine. I don't know. I mean, I base this on, you know, Billy and, you know, our legions of fans don't bet because of this, but I think if the Rangers can come back after these games being down by two and then being down by you know having to win every single game, I think they're going to win the the cup. I you well, know it's interesting uh, that they were uh, down <laughs> in game five an elimination game, game six an elimination game, both down by two goals. Two goals, early, right? Early. And they they storm back each time they're down the series three one, but it goes to show like the the Florida Panthers were. Hailed as huge favorites. I mean, they did beat the Capitals, but they beat them in six games. Right. The Hurricanes were hailed as favorites. They're going to seven games with the Bruins. The Lightning and the Maple Leafs are both powerhouses. They thought it was going to be uneven, either one team winning or sweeping the other team. Right. But now that's going to seven games. So it really shows you how wide open the East is. So if the Rangers can storm back from this, I don't see them being better or worse than any other team still remaining. Is Colorado 
the most, like, if you're going to say dominant team in the ice, not that they're, I'm not saying they're, but like their odds on favor to win the West, more the East is wide open, You'd where it could probably. be the Rangers, it could be Tampa Bay again. Maybe if Toronto ever wins a one playoff series, they yeah. could get hot and win. Be, you know, is it more Colorado West than it could yeah, be two or three teams in the East? You'd have to give it to Colorado right now because, I mean, Florida, the Panthers, they won the President's Trophy, which I know we've we talked about doesn't mean much. Right. But at the end of the day, you're like, okay, they got the most points in the league. They had the best wins. You know, they, they won on a 16-game win streak before the playoffs. So you're like, wow, they could be. But... Every game that the the Colorado Avalanche won, and it was a sweep. It wasn't close. They won one game seven to three, another right. game five to two. Like you have to, as of right now, they're the only. Not only you know did they sweep it, but they're the only one that didn't win any than six or seven games. They they have to be the most dominant team right now. They're definitely, I feel like, could come out of the West. Is the conference like the conference the eastern conference western conference is there one like weighted more they're better teams in the east or west or it's pretty much like you could see five like three teams from the west three teams from the east whatever the, or is it more well they're odds on or there's two teams from the west you could say or they're and in the east like the rangers there's definitely you know, the eastern through. conference this year has been better because uh in the west colorado and calgary are the two like they were the two powerhouses there but in the Eastern Conference, this is the first time that every playoff team had over 100 points to make into the playoffs. Really? Every team, yeah, it's the first time in the NHL. Uh, the Metro Division, which the Rangers are in, th- th- was the best division in hockey this season based on record. Like, every team in that potentially was a playoff you know, contender. Uh-huh. But yeah, every, every team in the East came out with over 100 points to get in, which uh, they're which made it down to the line even more. That's why, like, the last game of the season was still determining who can play who. Wow. Like, you knew the playoff teams. Everybody had clinched at that point. You didn't know the seedings? Yeah, you didn't know the seedings just because of how many teams had so many points and how many teams were just winning at the end. And that's, again, why I was like, if the Rangers... I mean, with three games to go, the Rangers could have still uh, beat the uh, the Hurricanes to be the best in the Metro, which is why a lot of people wanted them to maybe try to get that to beat boston in the first round instead of the penguins but then they opted to rest some of their players at the end of the season because they were more confident at the time to play the penguins which again uh it's tough because the penguins their starting goaltender tristan jari was out right before the playoffs uh DeSmith, their secondary goalie left in the second overtime of game one hasn't come back was injury or just... It was like an injury, but not... We don't like, know what it was. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't... It was something like with his like groin, but it wasn't like Ooh, a player yeah. hit him or anything. It was literally like, like he, a groin pull or yeah, something. Like he, Ooh, he had made be, a yeah. save, and then he was waving on to the referee to blow the whistle oh, a, as me. the play went down the other end to the Rangers' end, and then they ended up blowing the whistle, and he took himself out of the game. Ooh, yeah. So, like, he didn't even get hit by a player. It wasn't, like, a stoppage. Like, he was just, like, he signaled I had to go. And you know you I, had to be hurt if I, you... I pulled my groin muscle in fourth grade. It, it, I still think of well, that. Was that hockey game you were playing? Right? Wasn't it? You were goalie. It was. It was. It was a, <laughs> it was a, a floor split. hockey. Game. There you go. Right. Yeah, you played yeah. floor hockey. Yeah, mom had to pick me up from school. Who knows what career would have happened if I you know, had not? Right. You might be on a third line right now for the Rangers or something, Zach. Or at Could least be. A, or at least a healthy scratch wearing a nice suit because yes, hockey players do dress well. That we will say. 
I, I just, you know, just to the Rangers, the only thing I'd say is um, this team has one thing that uh, I haven't seen from the Rangers in a really long time, uh, that, like, never-say-die attitude. And, Mike, I'm sure you can attest to this more. But, like, when I used to watch them, you know, especially during uh, 2012, 2011, you know, after this rebuild, let's say, if they were down a goal, it seemed insurmountable. Now it seems like if they're down two goals, they're they're comfortable. They're not going to stop at any point. And that's really they they keep finding that gear that they have. What the Kings used to have, the LA Kings, where it was right. you know. There's the intangibles. If you think you can't, you like no lead is you know too you know hard to come back from. That's the thing that makes the, the Rangers. I mean, you're down three one. I think they were second or first in the league this season with comeback wins. They had like the saying Ryan Reeves join the team this year, which I, I that was an addition I loved. He he made a thing, he was like, How about them Rangers? And then now they're like rallying cry for this season is no quit in New York. That's been their thing. Then they every interview, everything they do, it's always like they never seem like a lead is too big, you know, they can always right. they can always come back from it. So they always they do have this, they do have this resilience to them that I haven't seen in other teams before. But and you guys both like the coach. Do you think this is right guy, right team? He's a younger guy, right? Younger coach. Didn't yeah. He's. Been, I mean, he coached the the Vegas Golden Knights to their first you know, right the the first season. But he relates well to the young because the Rangers are a fairly young team. I mean, Kreider yeah. is like their. Old, I mean, like the most serviced guy there on the team. Is he like yeah. the oldest vet or the longest serving? Yeah, Cry is the longest tenured player on the team. He's one of the. They have one of the second youngest rosters in the league. Right. I mean, they have their kid line of Philip Hedl, Capo Caco, uh, Lexi Lafreniere. They're all first round picks in different years. They have been the best line for the Rangers in four uh, games. They had combined eight points together. They've been. They were the only ones the first couple games, even when they lost, they were the only players to show up. To show. Even Igor Shesterkin, I mean, you have to give him, he carried the team when they were bad this season, because they were bad on five-on-five play the whole time. He carried them a lot of games, but he lacked the playoff experience. He got pulled in games three and games four in Pittsburgh, both allowing four goals in the first period. But he's come back, he's found his form now, He's he's... Definitely hailed as the best. I mean, he's up for the Vesna this year. He's going to win that. He had the best save percentage, best goals against. He is up for the Hart Trophy. He's probably only going to lose that out because Austin Matthews scored 60, 60 goals, goals, which is incredible. But he's up for the Hart Trophy, and he's hailed as the best puck-moving uh, goalie in the in the NHL. He had a, a pass last night where he passed it. He had it behind the Rangers' net. He passed it all the way up the boards, a saucer pass. Mika Zibanejad setting up his second goal of the game to tie it. Oh, well, no, actually, that was Kreider ended up getting the goal because Zibanejad shot it, he got the rebound. But that, that gained the Rangers to lead that game. But, see, when he, he's getting his confidence back. He was definitely very nervous playing in Pittsburgh. Right. He got pulled. The uh, the Penguins fans kept chanting Igor to, to mess with him. He, yeah. You could definitely see he was shaking a little bit. He wasn't leaving his crease a lot. He used to always go out to grab the puck, but... Now he's getting he's getting that confidence back, which is definitely a well, better thing going on. The most important thing, if you have that, if you're a little jittery in the beginning, first time play, whatever, a lot of expectations with the team too. That's another thing. He's young. Yeah, 
And, you know, you look, they lost the first game, what, triple overtime, right? Yeah. That was... And he had the second most amount of saves in any playoff game in NHL history with 79 uh, saves in, that in, game, in, game, in that game. game one that they lost. Unbelievable. That was the second most to this one guy in 2020. Uh, he got uh, 85 saves. Jeez. So that, he must and have lost that's... about 10 pounds playing that game, too. I mean, they, the amount of weight they lose, on the, you know, the water weight and everything to play. And then they got to come back. In one other night too. That yeah, you just I think this season they're playing every other night, right? They do this. Yeah, they used to. They used to do like every other night, only when you were doing like two home games or two away games. But then it was like you'd get one extra day for travel. They used to, but I think it's because they had the the All Star break that was supposed to be the Olympic break that break, never right. you know happened. I think that's why they're trying to almost wrap the season up sooner. Or because it would end, you know, if it had a normal season, it would right, end around even later time. on. Because they're playing, no matter what, with travel, everything, every other night. Wow. And so that's, to come back yeah, I, that. Yeah, I, I can't imagine, I, you know, that's... that's yeah, that's going to be weird with, let's say, you know, Colorado and the Rangers. You're going halfway, more than halfway across the country. That has to be, like, when you get to that phase, they have maybe to Maybe they'll two, do another an extra nights. game or they something. They might, yeah, for the Stanley Cup finals, finals but, for but when, as long as right you're in now. the east or the west, you're just going to... But, I mean, you well, asked about Well, they are closer. Gallant. I mean, if you're Rangers to Tampa Bay, let's say if it's that or whatever, Pittsburgh yeah, you mean, to New York. two-hour flights. Right, yeah. rather than you know, six, six hours or five-hour flights and everything. But I know you asked about Gallon. I mean, he is a good coach. I'm happy that they got him. He's definitely way better than David Quinn. He's better at developing young players and giving them That was the guy that was minutes. from BC, right? Yes. That's where I, okay. Which I is funny, a, a Sorry, college it. coach isn't good at developing young talent but he kind of he was not he was not good he would capo caco said this season famously like he was like oh i like gallant more because if you make one mistake that doesn't mean you're benched for the rest of the game okay. so it's but i will say this series gallant's been out coached by uh, mike sullivan yeah they've just he's a former ranger assistant coach right yes which it's it's always heartbreaking that he's went to the penguins and won too yeah. because uh i'm like damn that would have loved to have he him. was a good he was a good He's a good coach, Sullivan. He is he a good is. coach. He, he looks is. like a hockey coach. He's one of those tough looking, tough looking dudes. What what series would surprise you the most, like Mikey? If we'll take the Rangers out of it, what would you be surprised? Like Boston, Carolina, if Carolina loses, or Toronto, Tampa Bay, Edmonton, LA, or Calgary, Dallas. What which one are you looking for to say like, whoa, that I didn't see that one if coming? If Dallas beats Calgary, that would be the craziest one. This was most people were calling it a sweep. They were gonna say Calgary. Like most people pick Calgary, like because they do like the brackets online. Right. One of the favorites, if not Colorado, the third favorite team over uh, it was Florida, Colorado, and then Calgary were the top three picks really? in the Stanley Cup playoffs. The fact that they're going seven games against the Dallas Stars is a little, a little crazy. So Dallas is playing above. Yeah, they're punching way above their weight way class. Here? That's the Seems fact they're going to Dallas is trend recently. Punching above their oh legs. right because of your son's going yeah oh, we, wow. we'll get to we'll get to Luka Doncic your your new favorite player in the league uh, yeah. they, the NBA out of your mouth <laughs> right but yeah they they uh, I didn't expect that at all and I mean what would surprise you in the East in the East besides I guess the if if the Rangers let's say Boston Carolina Toronto Tampa Bay which were those? You'd be more surprised that Boston beats Carolina? Yes. Or Toronto finally wins a playoff series? What would... I wouldn't... I mean, because like we, we were talking a little bit before the podcast, Toronto hasn't won a playoff, like a, a playoff series at all. The right. round one since 2004. Right. With Florida winning last night, it's the longest drought now in NHL history. They have the longest cup drought in NHL history. Um, but 
with the team that they have and the players that they have and the season that they were having, everybody was firing in all cylinders. As much as like the history is there, I feel like that doesn't matter in playoffs. Like when you yeah. get in, like when you get in the playoffs, everything. I don't care what your record is in the season, what your history is in the season. It's a blank slate. Every team's on even footing, right. pretty much. Exactly. But, but I would say that so Toronto winning as crazy it would be. It's not. I wouldn't put it that crazy because you almost the team that they have around them. It's embarrassing if they don't win. Uh, don't at least win a playoff series. I mean, there's something about Toronto if they don't win this season. And how could you not be rooting for Toronto in this situation? You know? Yeah, you don't. You don't want the two-time Stanley Cup champion to, to go back, especially the Lightning, especially yeah, the, the, right. their history with the Rangers. But then you know what? That also means later down the road too. It's tough to root for the the Maple Leafs because then what if later down the road in Eastern Conference Finals, Rangers, Rangers. Toronto. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. So, and, and it's like, oh, in this team that they have a 60-goal score, you do really want to face them? Like, it's, So it's really, it's always tough, but... Uh, Who would you rather face? Tampa uh, Bay or Toronto? That's tough. I know. <laughs> that's the... Uh, I mean, going, because the, the team that they would face, but to answer you, I would, I would think the most crazy in the East is Boston beating Carolina, because this isn't a Boston team that you thought you'd Right, that's anything. what I was going to ask you, too. And if we, if, if, the other thing I want to ask you is, if the Rangers lose... Yeah. Uh, as a season as a whole, would you say total disappointment that they didn't get at least past the first round or get to the conference finals, or... Hey, they made strides, which I didn't think they were going to be this good. What would you, both of you guys, do you think this is like, okay, we lost to Pittsburgh, they're really, they're still the Penguins, or would this be like, oh, damn, I, I thought we'd at least get to the conference finals or, you know. Well, the, the start of the season, I didn't think they were going to make the playoffs. So, the, but the season that they were having with Igor being a Vesna and a Hart Trophy candidate, uh, with Mika Zibanejad getting his record set for points this season, Panarin getting his record for points, Kreider getting the most goals he's ever gotten the season by a mile, uh, the players that were Adam Fox, the reigning Norris Trophy winner, still having another Norris Trophy caliber That's season. top defenseman? Yeah. Okay. Even though he's not in contention this year because Roman Yossi on the Predators, which they got swept, he almost got 100 points as a defenseman, which wow. is crazy. Cal McCarr, who got beat out last season by uh, Fox, he, he's probably going to win it this year. But anyway, he, you know, the, the, the start of the season, I didn't think that they were going to be a playoff team. But the season that they had, and the, they got their fourth most points in franchise history, the most road wins, I think, the most comeback wins. Kreider set the power play goals record, the single season, uh, he was tied for single th- season third goals record for the Rangers. So if they, the season that they're having, if right. they didn't at least make it to make to the Eastern Conference Finals, I was saying, it was right. a lost season. So you had kind of middle-of-the-road expectations first for them. Like, yes. well, we'll be good, we'll make the playoffs, but... The we get one or two rounds, had. yeah. But then the season now that they've if they, ascended to this yes. where they are, it'd be a disappointment if they don't, like you said, get to that to the it, you know to the it finals. It would be tough to call it a final. total loss season mm-hmm. because Igor has never played in playoffs before. Right. Lafreniere, Heel, Capo, Caco, these are players who yeah. they're all going to gain from having this playoff experience. Keandre Miller, Adam Fox. They're all gonna. These are all players that have never made the playoffs before. They're all gonna gain experience, and this is a team that win or lose this season, they're still gonna be in the same spot next year. They're gonna be a contender, right. and it could be even better next season. I mean, I can go back to even, you know, the Kings lost out before they won it. The uh, 
Lightning lost out before they won it, like the past few seasons, right, right. you know, before they went back. So it wouldn't be a total loss, but you want them to go at least on a deep playoff. Run. Right. It would be tough to say a lost season because any playoff experience that they're getting is going to help them for next season. But the season that they're having, you got to... If they don't make the Eastern Conference Finals, at least, I would say, it's a disappointment based on where they were at, at what they did as a whole this season. Now, how good is, is let's say, the Edmonton Game 7? Give me a little, like, so you think Dallas, you know, you're, you're picking Calgary for Game 7 in that one. You're... you're, you're we, Based on talent, you're saying that Calgary is the better team. Calgary, yeah. there's no reason Dallas should even have gone to seven games. No, it's, it's, it's Calgary. I mean, I like there's this uh, guy like Jason uh, Robertson on Dallas. He's like this rookie who's nobody's like talking about, but he's doing amazing, and okay. I really do like him. And I like this. I always kind of like the Dallas Stars team. I always like Tyler Sagan, Jamie Ben, right, Steven right. knows that, but. I, I didn't expect no insult to them. I didn't expect them to no, be at, at all this good so far. Now, what about L.A. Edmonton? What what? Well, L.A. was the last team to clinch a playoff spot, so they I didn't. I mean, you you hate L.A. Cause so they they've beat. exceeded expectations just going seven games in this first round, basically, or you yes. going to that. So Edmonton, although it goes another way to Toronto, though, where it's like I mean, L.A. You hate them because they beat the the Rangers, but you right. thought that they were just going to get kicked out of this series immediately. But it also goes to the same thing with the Maple Leafs, like the Edmonton with with Connor McDavid. They can't buy themselves a round win. Yeah, which you'd think that he's a player who should retire with if he retires with less than four. Cubs, you'd think it's a waste because of how his talent is, but they're a team that can't get out of their own the first round. But it really, I feel like it comes down to goaltending and and uh, defense with them as a team. They are always their goaltending has always been very shoddy. One game he'll be the best, Mike Smith will be the best goalie on the ice, and next one you'll be like, we should have our backup play. And then you have Darnell Nurse, who's a great defenseman. He signed a long, like a long term deal with the Oilers, and he's. He's been having some defensive missteps uh, this season. He got a game suspension uh, for, I think it's game six, which already happened because he got frustrated and headbutted a player mid-play. And that your top defenseman you're paying X amount right. of dollars to, he's gonna get frustrated and headbutt somebody and get suspended for a, for a you know Jeez. a game clinching game. You know that's so, so push comes to shove though. You would take Edmonton slightly over LA. Yeah, I mean personally too. Like personally and statistically, I would, I would you want rather, LA out. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. Yes, I want LA out, but I would also you want you want Connor McDavid because that's exciting too. Yeah, we. I mean, maybe if it's if I'm playing McDavid in the finals, and he's lighting the Rangers up. Then I'm like, uh, I wish I didn't. I wish I but had at the time, the I would love to see McDavid versus McKinnon, Colorado versus Edmonton. The two like they right. were both hailed as the next Crosby. Uh, you know, for for Crosby was the next Gretzky, then right. then McKinnon was the next Crosby, but they didn't think at first McKinnon did good enough. So like, well, McDavid's the next generational the next. player, but McDavid, I mean, McKinnon's now been like, well, he's been one of the best players in the league too. He's like, well, I'm still the best since you know. So those two players going up against each other would be fun to watch. Yeah. Okay, so now we've got we've talked a little bit about t- Tampa Bay, Toronto. Yeah, it's tough. I guess I would want Toronto. It's hard Tampa. to kill Tampa Bay. It's very. I mean, I mean the two time. Now I know you had issues with their salary and everything you were talking about because they're like they have a huge payroll for an NHL team. Yeah, one of the highest I think it's like over a hundred or something million or something you know. But 
Yeah, because the, the first year was like the bubble playoffs, which some people are like, I don't count that. And then the second right. year, Nikita Kucherov with the long-term IR, right. and then coming back for the playoffs, so they were over the cap by like 11 million or whatever, so I would just... I. There's always to me. There should always be two asterisks next to them. Is it is a two for the two-time Stanley Cup champions? But that's also, I mean, I could say that because they beat the Rangers. What do you think, Zach? Tampa Bay or Toronto? Give me a. What would oh, you I mean, I, I. I guess I want Toronto. Um, they have nice uniforms. Well, I mean, you know, the history of Toronto, the the right. drought. The only thing is, okay, if if let's say the Rangers win, the, the right, I, I want the Rangers to win, obviously, and then they're up against Toronto. At some point, it's like that's two big narrative Rangers right. come back, you know. But then it's also well, Tampa Bay is are they in the Rangers' heads? Are they always in the Rangers' heads? You know, is there that? So I think either way, everything changes. So I mean, I'm just gonna. I think that the the playing with 11 million over the cap and winning and all that kind of stuff, and they've got two. I'd like to see Toronto win. It would be probably nice for it would like, be nice for Toronto because then, then you'll have the Rangers. Would let's be say nice. the Rangers win, Boston wins, and Toronto wins. You have three of the original six yeah. teams still going. Yeah, which is and cool. I always like it is. That. It is yeah. cool to always go for that. Like if the Rangers like, are out. I always kind of root for if it's Toronto or Montreal or you know Chicago. I like you know of uh, you know and things like I that. I would say the easiest path for the Rangers, and no team is going to be easy. I mean, they kept wanting to play the Penguins, like I said a lot in the first round. That's almost backfired for them. At one point, it really looked like the series was lost, and now yeah. they're storming back. But the easiest, I would say, path for them to the Cup right now is to play Boston and then to play Toronto. That would be like to for Boston to beat Carolina, so then the Rangers play Boston. Then if the Rangers get past Boston to have to play either Toronto or Florida, you'd want to play Toronto. So that would be the easiest quote unquote, you know, path to the cup for them would be to play the other two original six teams. But then again, you know, if Toronto could beat Florida, then does that is that you know, then that mean would it right. be easier for them to play Florida? I and don't you know. hope those series go Longer, regardless you know, like, of it, I hope that every series that's not the Rangers goes seven games, you know? And, I, you know, you wonder sometimes, like, Colorado's been off for such a long time, and they were kind of dominant in their, their, their series against Nashville. Does that hurt you having that much of a layoff, do you think? Or, like, because you, you've been playing every other night, and now you're off for, like, what is it, ten days maybe, seven days? Like, so yeah. you're... Like, you could practice only so much before, you know, like, getting in games because you're not really crushing each other in a, in a game or something. What do, you, what do you think, Zach? Do you think it's better to sweep right away? Or, you, like, not that you want to lose a series or go seven, but... Logically, it seems to be better to go uh, to rest, but I, I don't... I think rest is kind of overrated. And usually the times that you see... I mean, I, I have no statistics to back this up, but there's been many times where it's like, oh, wow, they, they beat him in, let's say, four. Right. And then... They seem completely out of whack. With the other team, it's just momentum. It's just sheer, yeah, that's like, true like too. grinding. You have to like, like, yeah. It's a good point. deal. Yeah, like to, to piggyback on Zach's point, I feel like rest is definitely overrated. A lot of times, you see. It also depends. You want to. You don't want to rest after the first round. You don't right. want to have this rest after the first round after wait while the other teams have been playing. Right. If you went seven games in series one and seven games in series two, okay, maybe before the the cup. You win in five games. You give yourself some rest, some time, like to that. But right. to go into the playoffs immediately and now be off for a week plus now, yeah. that's gonna that's gonna be tough to get back into it. Because now too, every team now knows 
they know, okay, if we beat this team, we're playing you. They can already mentally prepare to play you. Colorado still doesn't know who they're playing. Yet. Right. Where every team playing knows, okay, we're going to be facing them We've if got we them. advance. Yep. Yep. So you have, you're already studying the team. Now you're like, you're looking ahead, you're looking at the next game, but you're right. already, you know, if we do get over this, oh, one, yeah. we're playing Colorado and to get mentally prepared for that. And if you're scouting them too, they're like, if they're, they have these blowout games, you don't even know, like, well, there was no, you know, Nashville was playing no defense. They didn't, you know, play well. You, you get time to scout them more if you've got seven games or six games to go, even though you see them during the year. Yeah. You see how guys play and, like, this guy looked tight here. Like, during the season, he may have been doing this, but now he looks like he doesn't want to. Because you had that clip you showed me of Panarin, was it? That um, Kreider threw the... Oh, it was the Benajed. It's yeah, a Benajed, he... rather. He was like ticked off. I don't know if you saw it, Zach, but Mikey showed it. And he it's was like ticked that he didn't get the goal. And Kreider's like, screw it. You know, yeah. throws the he, the clip, not the clipboard, but the... Um... He has this like breakaway move that he does pretty much all every mm-hmm. every time. Yeah, that yeah. almost always works. He has like he has it on his forehand and he instantly, like right when he gets up to the goal, he instantly pulls his backhand and goes backhand and it goes top shelf most of the time he scores he got two goals uh in the game and he could have gotten the hat trick one within like a, a minute of each other but he missed he beat the goalie but it went off the post and so mika was on the bench like he was second guessing his move he's like should i try something else like that and he's looking on the ipad because they have like the play there yeah, yeah. and Kreider takes the ipad and slams it on the bench he like throws away from him. He says, "Don't fucking second guess your move." Yeah. He's like, "You beat the goalie. You hit the post." He says, "Don't." He says, "Don't think about it. Move on." And then, I think now Mika Kreider originally got credited with the goal, but I think now it's one of those things where after the game they look at it. It hit Mika before it went in. Oh, it hit. So he he's like, it. "He's like, you got a hat trick in the game. You got two goals within a minute sixteen right. in the second period to tie it." Then you get the game-winning goal in the third period with a minute left. He's like, "This is not the time to second-guess yourself right now." Right. Don't no, put any doubt in your yeah. in yourself. Yeah, that's the worst and thing you could do. Is going that. to that period of time off. It does give you a lot more time to think yeah. about stuff. I mean, I don't do good with any time in between stuff. I mean, I'm also not a professional hockey player. No, but, but you but, work and whatever. You, it, it's better. You like rather he, hit it head on and keep going rather than, than like, oh, let me wait. sit and stew and think about what right. I don't know and everything right. that could possibly go wrong. And like, you're not. It's not like you're taking a vacation. Or apparently, some. I mean, it seems this has happened more with. I, I, I don't know. I've, I've heard some like you know basketball players will go out and stuff, and I'm sure hockey players do it too. I don't know how anybody does anything during these instead. Of like you just go home. And you watch tape, and you go back. And, yeah, well, and a lot of do, but some are like, you know, we're we're we won in four games. You know, Colorado, they're like, we got to go out maybe a little bit or something. You know, I guess whatever your routine is during the season, you continue it along for the you know the and that's playoffs what these guys are professional athletes. They can do all this yeah. stuff. I, yeah, yeah, I don't. I would. But also, yeah, like you said, the superstition. Nobody's more superstitious than hockey players. And it's like whatever you're doing the rest of the season, like that's what you just you're doing. keep doing it. And that's the way a lot of athletes are. They're like some are like, I don't care, whatever. I'm gonna put my, I gotta put this shoe on or that, you know, at this time or you know, sock shoes, like whatever. But other guys are, it's whatever you do during the season. You got to continue doing it and just, you know, obviously you're going to do your work and your skating and days. But when you have that much time, though, like I'm thinking for Colorado or even, you know, 42 with St. Louis over Mini and Florida, Washington. But the Florida series, the the Florida, Washington series was pretty close, though, right? Oh, yeah, that was uh, the game six went to overtime. Right. If if 
uh, you know, if they got if Washington got their goal instead of Florida, it was going to go it's seven. Going to go seven games. Well, that, so it's which is funny too because that game uh, in Minnesota also was very close. Uh, I think later on they got an empty net goal, so like the score showed it kind of like more of an uneven game. But both of those game sixes that were eventually won by St. Louis and Florida. Both of them were a minute away from going to game going seven. To same game seven. Where it would have been seven out of eight series going seven games. That's that would have been That's crazy. Yeah. It really is when you think about it. So we're gonna say Carolina slightly over Boston or Well, I would I don't Well, who do you who do you think and who do you want? Would you rather see Carolina? T- like either way they're gonna have to play yeah, the right a tough team. So it's... Because I think when when you're playing like Boston playing the Rangers there's so much history with that too. Yeah. Original six, we're gonna go out there and you know it's it's different. And Boston is, who's more physical? Could you like, Boston or Carolina? Like who, who could throw it around more? Like is Carolina like I don't want to say a finesse team because there's no really like finesse finesse, but I would, could Boston like I mean they both would that take the Rangers off their game more? Is, is Carolina more wide open, let's say, than Boston if they're playing the Rangers or Penguins, or is it? Yeah, Carolina's definitely got more finesse players, more like scores, more natural scores. As you say, they so, have more. It's a tough one, like want over like, because I I think the Rangers would have an easier time against Boston, but the Carolina Hurricanes have always kind of been a thorn in their sides for the past like two seasons, mm-hmm. but. Then you have like the past two games the Rangers played the Hurricanes in the regular season they beat them and Georgia have got a forty five save shutout against them mm-hmm. where there's this storyline of Tony D'Angelo used to play for the Rangers he now plays for the Hurricanes he got kicked off the team pretty much like sent to the AHL and like just cut because he got into a fight with Georgiev after a, a loss in overtime and they like had a fist fight and uh, you know he punched him pretty much uh-huh. and it was like you don't go against your team and right. so he got kicked out basically that way and like blacklisted from the team for a while so it's like there's a lot of history there now with the with the hurricanes so what I sorry good I so I feel like to answer that though I, I would I would want the Rangers to play the Bruins over the Hurricanes, but also for logically, I I would have maybe picked the, the Hurricanes as the better team. But the fact that Bruins have brought it to seven, I feel like almost the Bruins have the edge you, Like the, in this game. Is the style more like you can see the Rangers having more trouble like with Boston because they're, they're grinders and they can slow it down? They're not wide open rink end to end. Boston more than Carolina is. Yeah, and the Rangers seem to be like we're young, we could fly. Right, yeah, around. Rangers definitely thrive with their speed, but the one thing is the Carolina Hurricanes kind of figured out how to stop their speed. What they would do is on their blue line, the Hurricanes blue line. So before you enter their zone with their goalie, right, they have all five of their players aligned on that like blue line. Right, their defensemen pull up. And their forwards stay back, so they're all together in a line, and they stop you from just flying into the zone. They make you have to do like a dump and chase, or you know, like a you know, right, you know, like old like a, Jersey Devils used to do, right? They would when the Devils were winning back in the time, they they slowed the game down. They would yeah. forward check. You you had to grind for everything you get. You're not gonna freewheel and and whatever. So. So Carolina's more like that. So we, we're figuring we're all gonna go Rangers, obviously, for Game Seven. For and that's tomorrow night the Rangers Penguins. Yes. Right? So then at the Sunday they would be off. They would start Tuesday. Then the Rangers would start Tuesday. 
I believe is so. that or they, would they give him an extra day or something like that? I'm not. Right? I'm not sure how that would go. I'm assuming yeah, I because it's the more. I'm sorry. Well, because uh, it's One not game really at like time. Right. Yeah. Right. He's not really out there yet either. Like the the starts because they kind of picked like they they just announced like yesterday the NHL like the starting times and stuff for the games that are being played today. Right. Okay. So it's, it's right. very it's very like you know play by ear right. but since going based on the fact that today is in saturday the bruins are playing and the tomorrow and sunday the rangers are playing i feel like they'd have to at least give them to figure out travel and stuff at least right. on tuesday right probably you would think they give them that extra day so, or, or or a little time to get started because they still do have to have the you know everything set up for tv and whatever whatever it is and everything but so we've got the rangers here boston carolina toronto Tampa bay the, but game sevens are, are are very exciting for for any game seven is exciting. But it always seems the NHL has a ton of game sevens though. It's amazing. Always. First round, second round, it goes all the way. There's there's, but there is nothing better than a game seven, especially a close game seven, not a blowout. Obviously, how it works. But although as a Rangers fan, I um, love a yeah. blowout. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 I'm not saying yeah. Yeah. you it's won a, eight nothing after one. I get nice shut out for us. yeah. Twice these Gore. past two games, game five and game six, when the Penguins went up two nothing, I twice I turned I like I was watching on my laptop. I like closed the laptop and threw it away. I was like, I can't watch can't, this. Can't and then I, I had to like calm down, get back, and then go back into the game. Like later, both of these games, I've not been able to watch fully. So I would. Uh, well, it is nerve wracking because you you, you hang on every. You know, you hang on every. And then like, there's always that superstition, or... like when you're really watching, like if you're really paying attention, and, you, and they score on you. But then if you go in the other room and your team scores, and I'm like, when that happens, I'm like, I can't watch the rest of the game. I can hear it, but I can't watch it because they're getting nervous. Yep. Which again, it has nothing to do with the actual outcome of the game. But in my head, I'm like, if they scored and I'm not watching, I can't watch. The it's rest so of the game. funny. Like I, every, like I do that too. Like if I was wearing like a like. You know Notre Dame or the whatever is my team's I'm rooting for. Like if I wore a pair of socks the week before that I had, you know, like I said like, oh, they were mismatched. I got to wear those mismatched socks the next week because they won because of me wearing socks. Like yeah. they know if I'm wearing the socks, but but that's how much you get into oh, yeah. like your teams. Yeah. Though it's amazing. Yeah. Like you know, you think you have some kind of control over the, the team. You know I've gotten means? two yeah. I've gotten two amazing Rangers jerseys over I got Aunt Sharon got me a Kreider jersey and right. uh you know Juliana's got me a Lundquist jersey. Right. And uh it's the weirdest I have all this amazing Rangers apparel that I don't mind wearing during the regular season. But when it comes to the playoffs, I can't any time, and this is from previous playoffs too, any time I'm like, oh, I'm excited for the Rangers game, I'm wearing their sweatshirt, their hat, their sweat, uh, like, you know, the, uh, the jersey, right. they lose. Anytime I'm wearing the, so I'm, I'm watching the game, wearing a Phoenix Coyotes <laughs> right. t-shirt, watching a Rangers game. You wouldn't know who I was rooting for. Right, but right. it's that little superstition where I'm like, I can't wear any of their apparel because they always blow right. it. But you're not superstitious in other ways, right? Like you guys are like... Like Only with for, sports, for teams. sports teams. I mean, you don't like say, "Oh, I've got to do this every morning," or like you don't have a superstition, or or do you like? Is it just sports related that you, or do I, you even have that really like at all? A superstition, like oh, I'm not going to wear my Chris Paul jersey. Well, know? obviously, I'm I'm not doing that very well today. Um, I'm wearing a Chris Paul shirt. Uh, no, I definitely get superstitions during all the all the games. Everything, but not in like everyday life. But right? I don't think so. I mean, like there's some weird things that, like the those intrusive thoughts that creep into the brain that I definitely have at times. But like, right, 
you you also know it's like but you're not going to wear a suit if you wore it Monday and they're playing again Wednesday and you wore that suit you're not going to make that oh I got to wear the suit again because they won going to work you're going to no, still you no, know it's it's more like during the game stuff okay it's more like yeah like you have the, a certain place to yeah. sit or a certain how yeah. like if I'm like cuz there's been times like well if I don't watch I didn't watch one game and I watched another and they lost the game I watched and I was like, well, all right, I should. What do I do? Yeah, shouldn't yeah. watch. And, and it it's stinks like, because it has no bearing on it. But yeah. I'm like that too. I'm like, well, I can't watch, or I'll I won't put the game on right away. I'll wait for like a quarter to end, or I'll tape the beginning to see, but I won't. I can't come in because I last week I didn't watch the first five minutes. Yeah. Or I watched them come on the field. Oh, I gotta watch. I gotta be there right at the start of the game because. It has no effect on it. But, but it does to us. You know, in that, your mind, it's I, like, right, like I'm doing something to help my team win this game. Oh, yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing. If, if I don't comment on something, how do they know that I think that they did good? It's, it's <laughs> right, like, exactly. It's very weird. It's, it is. None it is. of it makes any there's sense. A, there's a funny uh, Always Sunny episode uh, uh-huh. that relates to that in the sense that there's... Um, it was when the the Eagles were in the Super Bowl, right? But then they did like this kind of episode where like Charlie's like home alone, he gets stuck at the bar, everybody goes to see the game. But it's like he does all these weird superstitions to make sure his team wins the game, and then like he gets his foot in a bear trap and the oh, by accident, but the Eagles go up and right. he gets his foot out of the bear trap. But then Brady gets the ball with time on the clock. Oh, and God. Then, and he's hallucinating. There's two. They actually had these two like linebackers from the Eagles like in the in the show. Like, really? As, as guest stars. I don't know their names off the top of my head. But they were like, they're like, because uh, he was like seeing, he was hallucinating at this point. And he was like, oh, you're going to have to get your foot back in that bear trap. <laughs> and he's like, and they're like, but he was like, but you, but you just said I had to get out of the bear trap. He's like, but Charlie, everything <laughs> that every player or, or like every fan does at home or at the game has a hundred percent effect oh, on the God, team that's great. in the game. And it was like, but it's it was like obviously like a very very far take of that. But it's right. It's but how you know I feel what? like when I was people when, believe it when the Rangers were losing. I was like, I can't watch it. I had to. I played NHL twenty. Like what I'll do is because I have the NHL games. Uh huh. I'll like play the games myself. Really? And, like, that'll get my mind off of the actual game. So I'll have the game on, on a TV I'm not watching, but uh-huh. just listening to. And I'll be playing it in NHL, and I'm like, because I can't, I, I have to be doing something hockey-related, but I can't be watching the game. And it was like when I started playing NHL in Game 5 against the Penguins, they won. So then in Game 6, when they went down 2 nothing, like I said, I closed the laptop, I couldn't watch it, I started playing NHL and I put them back on. Wow. And then they came back again. I was like, now now every time the Rangers go down in this playoff series, I have to not watch the game and go play NHL. But that's, Which again, has nothing to do, but everything to do in our minds. Exactly. You're doing your own little part to... Like, you know, like if I would go to a game and they lose, I go, oh, I can't. If every time I go, like my team, so I, I don't go. I'm like, well, every time I go, they lose. And there's nothing more frustrating. You go to it, you pay the money, you, ticket, you sit, and they lose like 5-1 or something. Like, yeah. really? I got to come to this and watch this and you get frustrated and everything like that. It's <laughs> great to go to them, but I, I just think that's, you know, it has part of it. I'm the jinx. I'm- or I have to do this or sit in a certain spot. It's crazy. It's I crazy. Think I've been to five Rangers games now, and I think I'm lucky. My record is like four and one. 
They've won really? four and lost one. The one time they lost, I think it was me, you, and Steven, they were playing the Ottawa Senators, and they lost by like one goal in the third period. They ended up... Yeah, that was like that a regular was, season game. Yeah. But that was the only... I saw them beat the Devils. I saw them beat the Bruins. I saw, like, so... Uh, it's like... It's just funny. So I'm like, I couldn't imagine that, though. That's always the worst, because getting to the city, even though we're very close, we're like an hour away, is that it's just like going to the game, paying the money, doing all that, sitting there, and just to watch them lose, it's like, that's demoralizing. It is, it is. I'm like, I could have I mean, stayed home and just turned off the game. Yeah. But, right, I, but right. then it's like, it's almost at a principle, like, even if the Rangers are losing like 6 nothing. I'm like, I paid. I'm at the game. I'm staying the whole oh, game. Yeah, it's out of principle. Right. It like it sucks. It's like I could have stayed at home, but now I'm here. I have to you sit gotta it out. You got to stay and watch the watch. And, and you know, I'm I'm not the world's biggest sports fan, but the teams are more like well, the Rangers is a team with you know, obviously basketball. It's a, it's a person. It's like you right. know, like when I like them, it's it's all in completely. That's mm-hmm. all oh, I yeah. can can think about. It is amazing to me when um, players afterwards are like. And it's the way it should be. They're like hugging each other, and it's like all it's all good in it. But like, while well, stuff's still going on, I couldn't imagine that. It's, yeah, it's, I know. It's it, that is a cool thing they do at the end of the series love, in the NHL. I do love that. It is great. I think you it's, know, like you're beating your brains out of these guys, whether it's four games, five, six, seven games, whatever it is, and then ends. We're hey, and then the other guys are. Shaking your hands there, it's like yeah. it is. Uh, it is a cool thing. It's a very, very cool thing. Cool thing. There's yeah, a lot of respect for these guys. What they had to do. I think do. it's one of the best traditions in sports. I, you know, I think it is too. Line. But now other teams, like other sports, are there adopting that. Even when you see like a playoff game, like yeah. the other players are taking their jerseys off and signing them for the other team. Right. That's know? a that's a soccer thing. You, you trade the jersey, yeah. Because yeah. that's now like I see like basketball and football players do that too. They like if it's a play, like two of the star players. Oh yeah, they'll trade or, or things like that. But it's, I know what you mean. I couldn't, I couldn't imagine just like losing to a team like four games in a row and then having to go like, oh hey, good game, good all. I would be like, yeah. I, I couldn't get out of the arena. Fast I think enough. that's just the respect you have though for the other guys that are doing it. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the biggest thing. I think that's the the NHL that, like in the NBA after a series like. They don't have the line, but they'll go, "Hey, how you doing?" Or, you know, whatever. Some guys won't be bothered yeah, with it at all. The There's not like a tradition that it is in hockey, but it's like you kind of got to do it. I remember Billy Smith of the Islanders, win or lose games, he would skate off though. That was yes. his thing. I'm not, I'm not shaking these guys' hands, win or lose. Real dick move, you know. But that was his, of the Islanders. That was, uh, that was his, that was his thing. But some guys are, you know, like, I, and and I, know, I, I think two of my comments tonight have been worse than Stephen told me that uh, Chris Paul had to tell the uh, like, like not the team, not the coaches, nobody had to tell the rest of the Suns that like you're not going out and doing anything after this game. You're going to play the game. And you're going to go after they lost uh, oh, okay. to the Pelicans. It, so it's, it, I'm more thinking about that. Like, like, how could these guys afterwards a not be completely gassed to go? But like, right. why are you going out after like 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 I? It, it's hard enough for me to go out after a day of work that's just a day of work. Right. Like, and it's like, oh, I've got this on my mind. You're in the playoffs of basketball. Well, and that always or, brings they, up like the Kobe, like they say, the Mamba mentality. When yes. Like they won Game Six, and he's like, "Well," and they're like, "Why aren't you happy?" He's like, "Well, the job's not finished." And it and it goes. That was the storyline last season with the Giannis. Like when they won, they were showing 
uh, like other teams that had won their series, and they were popping champagne, freaking out in the locker room, like jumping up and down. It was when the Bucks won, but it wasn't the finals. It was like round one, round two. Like when they were in the locker room, it was silence. Nobody was freaking out. Nobody was celebrating. Nobody was like, hey, good job. We advanced to the next round. It was complete silence because, like, if it's not the finals, I'm not celebrating. Yes, and that's the way it should be, and that's why they won. And that's, I mean, and And you talk about Kobe, you talk about Jordan, like, win or lose, they'd be the first guys, like, practicing even after. Like, when Kobe lost games, he would go to the locker room, come back out, like, in the arena, like, they were playing, and shoot for, like, two hours to say, because I missed this one shot here or whatever. There's that, like you said, that mentality, that Mamba mentality, or that we're going to... Jason Tatum, I saw this season, the Celtics won a game in overtime, and like four or five of the players, Jason Tatum was like one of them, but after winning the game in overtime, it was like four in the morning, they went from the game back to their homestead, and then went into the locker room, I mean to the gym, and they were like lifting weights... Yeah. After so they didn't like sleep for a full twenty four hours. They right. woke up, practiced before the game, played the game, went to overtime, won, went back to their training facility, and then started lifting weights and training for the next game. That's it's like in the same day. That's like, dedication and, and yeah. stuff that you know. I respect like, it. You have I absolutely to absolutely respect you have it. Have to. You really do. So we think, Mike. Like I said, I said Colorado Rangers. Colorado went six. You know, if the Rangers make it all the way. You see the like, you see the Rangers winning the cup this year. Would you be like, or making the finals at least this year if everything breaks, or they're better than every team they're going to play? Do you think? Like, I mean, you like if it's Boston, if it's Carolina, Toronto, Tampa Bay, you're there's one team you're afraid of, or you're just like, hey, you know I'm what? Still, I'm still if we play of our best against their best, we not that it's not going to be easy. I don't mean they're going to four four and you know go all the way through. But this is a team you definitely think it's not a year away from when you started the beginning of the season. Like, hey, if they just make the playoffs get around, I'll be cool. Yeah. Now you've seen them all year. It always seems like, oh, they could be a year away. But then when it's, I was like, why not this year? Right. You know, that's exactly. What, but I mean, I am, I guess of any team in the East, I'm, I'm more afraid of the Hurricanes than any other team, even though the Panthers have won the President's Trophy. Uh-huh. I'm more afraid of the Hurricanes than any other team. So, so rooting. you're rooting hard Boston. Yes. Rooting hard Boston for like, that. I kind of said it before. I think the easiest path to them is to Boston and then Toronto for the, to get to the Cup. Right. I'm uh, The only team I'm truly worried about is, is uh, Colorado. I mean, uh, well, yeah, uh, Carolina and Colorado. Both those two teams are the ones I'm worried about. I think every other team... The Rangers are as good, if not. Yeah, better, I, I can every see. Other team. Like looking at the West teams here, I, I like Edmonton. They're better than Edmonton because they can yeah. shut down. You have to shut down one player basically for Edmonton. Yeah, right. And I mean, uh, some some will say two: Drysaddle and McDavid. But I think that's but they're McDavid on one line. Is, yeah, they're on the same line. So if, if you, you could shut, shut down, down that one line, they're not deep enough, and their goaltending's weak. And what and Mika Zibanejad said it like because this season uh, they were trying to shut down Crosby and Guznetzel their their first line right and he was like it's on our it's our fault because we focused because the first line up until this game this game six was pretty much non-existent the whole series right and they were like well it's because we focused too much on stopping rather than playing yeah he was like the they're like the best way for us to stop Crosby from scoring is for us to be scoring ourselves and being on the offensive side and that's what they ended up doing they had a big game you can't change your what you did to get you there to say oh if we don't shut these guys down because 
they're not like Mika, Kreider, you know, Panarin. They're not hiring you guys here because they want you to go up against Crosby. Right. They want you to be scoring so Crosby has to go up against you. Right. We want them down to zip yes. rather than you. And, like, first goal of that, that game tomorrow, and, and any game seven, obviously, but that you get that first one or a couple, you get the crowd out of it, especially, you know, if you're on the road. That makes such a big difference. If you now, you know, the Rangers are like, you know, are we thinking, oh, we lost the first game, we got, we came back, we can't lose it. If you ask it me, it starts to get into your head a little bit. If yeah. you ask me after game three and game four in Pittsburgh, I would say I would be terrified to play any single team in the in the playoff because the way the Rangers are playing, I was like, right. if they can't beat the Penguins, they don't deserve to play any team in this playoffs. Right. But right. if they're playing. I feel like, like I said, players are getting back healthier. Players are getting more experienced. The top guys are coming back. They were kind of non-existent. The young players are still, like I said, they're the only ones playing all series. They're still playing pretty good. The way they've been playing in games five and six, and hopefully game seven, I, I can't There's see. That can... I can't see anybody who could is. I'm not saying that they're gonna go undefeated and sweep every round and go to the final, but I can't see a team out of seven games that's better than them. So. Do you think besides Colorado, and we talked about it, like there's a team like Colorado is and Calgary are the two tops? Yeah. Correct? In the West. In the West. Yeah. So you've got St. Louis. The Rangers are better than St. Louis, would you say? Like if you were doing a scouting report and saying, hey, we're, we're sending scouts out. St. Louis, we can handle St. Louis. We can play yeah. with them. They're not. So that would be a team like would surprise you if they got to the finals. Yes. Calgary wouldn't surprise you. Colorado wouldn't surprise you. Edmonton and LA would surprise you if they made it because they're because you said LA took the last game of the season to make, for them to even make the playoffs, right? Yeah. So I that's, mean, I guess they're trying to ride high on the fact that Dustin Brown's retiring at the end of the season, so he kind of had like a whole nice like farewell tour at the end of the season. Right. So he says, "Whenever we're done this season, like that's my last game." So I feel like they're just trying to almost go for him. But if they do somehow beat Edmonton in Game Seven, I can't see them getting out of round two. Right. Okay. That's like more of a Dustin Brown, our captain. He's retiring. We gotta win some for him, you know. So, but that's not gonna make it. That's not gonna win you a cup. That's gonna get you the first or second round. So you're more concerned, like getting out like Florida. You're saying Carolina is it is a trouble? Carolina. I'm not even worried about Florida because I I'm not confident in Florida's goaltending at all. Okay. The fact that Florida's went to six games against Washington when they didn't even have Ovechkin for some of the games. Right. I feel like the Washington for scores they have Ovechkin and they have Oshie. Uh, is Panarin gonna be stopped by Bobrovsky? Is you know uh, Zibanejad? Is Kreider? I don't think so. I don't really think that they're gonna be, you know, shut down by him completely. It it, it goes to I think the Rangers do genuinely when Igor's playing the way he can. They have the best goal in the league. They have maybe the top three defense in the league and. The only thing is when, you know, Kreider, he's a great scorer this season. Mika is a great scorer this season, but the Rangers aren't good on faceoffs at all. Yeah. They, they've, they've lost a lot of offensive zone faceoffs, and their stars like that will sometimes disappear. Yeah. That's the, uh, the the worry I have is, like, the, the scoring with Kreider, because can he replicate this season next season? I don't think so. Right. But that's why you're hoping that if he could keep riding high on this season, it's it's great. But that's the you need the depth scoring. That the fact that I think the Rangers have 11 different goal scorers on their team. That's the tied for the second in the NHL of the different goal scorers in the playoffs. So right. it's like they need everybody to contribute because you're not going to get Kreider got 54 goals this regular season. He's not going to lead 
Uh, he's gotten a two in the post. That's an incredible amount of goals. I mean, he that, was like twenty five thirty average, right? Like not, uh, yeah, prior. his highest his highest ever was twenty eight. Was twenty? Really? Ever. I thought he had at least thirty once a year. No. Wow. Well, that's what he. A lot of the knock on him was they're saying he would never be a thirty goal scorer in the league. Wow! And now here he was with a fifty four. And if he if he averages thirty goals over the next two seasons uh, for the Rangers, he would be the third most. Goal scoring ranger ever, really? and he'd only be like five away from second. And so, if you were to average like thirty over the next three seasons, yeah, he could be the highest. He'll take over. Ranger, wow, they've had some scores is, in, yeah, their, in history. It's, uh, Roger sure. Bear is. Uh, God rest is, his soul, Roger Bear. Well, Maybe they'll awesome. win it for Rod. Well, that's what year. they got him on. They got the patch on everything. Yep, yep. You got to have the patch. And you know, Guy Lafleur passed away too. He was another great hockey player. Yeah. Oh yeah. For the Canadians, that guy was amazing to watch. Well, him when play he passed, hockey. I think it was the Canadians' last game of the season. They played against the Florida Panthers. The last game of the regular season, it was like right around when he passed away. Uh, the Canadians scored ten goals. It was a ten to one. They beat the Panthers. Yeah. So they were like they did it for uh, they did it for him for Guy Lafleur. He was an incredible speed. He was a great great hockey player. Great hockey player. And the the Islanders lost a couple of. Uh, I'm trying to think who passed away recently for the Islanders too. They just lost another. They lost Clark Gillies earlier in the year, and he, Clark Gillies was a great player. And I can't remember. Did they lose Potvin? Was it? It wasn't Dennis. That was his, no, brother. It was his brother. It was his brother, his brother, right? Yeah, the yeah that. But Clark Gillies was a was an unbelievable. You wouldn't mess with Clark Gillies, and I was a Ranger fan, and Clark Gillies was an imposing figure too. But they had some great battles, the Rangers and Islanders. So we're going to say the Rangers are going to hope of hope they get to the finals. We're going to hope, and we're going to say either Colorado or Calgary. But what do you think, Mike? What's your final? If we take the Rangers out, give me two. Rangers out, and give me the next team, East-West, and then give me Rangers in, you know, like, either way. Because we love the Rangers, so we obviously want the Rangers in there. So it's Rangers. Would it be Rangers, Colorado, uh, both? For, let's say, it's... I would say, like you said, like, skill, I could see... I mean, like, me personally, I could say Rangers-Colorado. That's, like, the one that I would necessarily not, like, want, because Colorado's a scary team, but that's one I could see for... Keeping the Rangers in it, and one where I can't have the Rangers in it, right. like at all. I could honestly, I could see Carolina, uh, Calgary. Okay, so you would say you could see the Cal- Colorado losing the Calgary too. So it's going to be close if they get there. So it's yeah. either Rangers. I would like to think though, it's always tough because I think that the rest is going to hurt uh, Colorado. I think that they played a team that didn't have solid goaltending, and their defense kind of let them down. Right. Uh, um, you know, and with Nashville. I, I don't think that even though Colorado's a step above everybody else right now, I don't think they're just going to walk into the into the finals. I think that this rest is going to hurt them. And so I could the thing I was saying is if the Hurricanes beat the Bruins, I can see Rob Brindamore, their coach, being like, all right, the fact that this went seven games is, is pathetic, but we're going to move on now. And then, Brindamore is a tough guy, too. He's yeah. a former player, too. They're Brindamore's not gonna, a good player. If, if the Penguins move on, let's just say, like, the, the Rangers lose in Game 7, right? Right. The Penguins are going to go to Round 2 against uh, the Hurricanes, I'm assuming, with, right. without their top two goalies, without Crosby, without Boyle, without Raquel. <laughs> And then, then that's could the be best looking team. at 4-0. Yeah, that's what I could see there. So then, and then they would only have to beat either the Lightning, who I think are not as good as obviously the past two seasons. They have right. a lot more issues, or Florida. the Maple Leafs. Well, uh, no, they would. Um, yeah, you're, uh, they would play. 
No, who is it? Florida's playing. Um... Florida would play. Well, they're the higher seed, right? I oh, yeah. Have... Florida would be playing either the winner of Toronto or Tampa. Bay. Right. Okay. So, yeah, then I can't. I don't know. I can see Carolina being all those teams, especially if they were to play Toronto in the, in the Eastern Conference Finals. That would be. The Do they ta- still have Carolina the the hurricane yeah, on there? That's the word. that that's that's got to go. It's a stupid name and a stupid. It is. I know they get hurricanes and whatever, but it's just the the I can't. Rangers have great uni- Rangers have great uniforms. Toronto's got great uniforms. For like, rank, uh, if we're ranking uniforms left, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have to always because I always look at like original six first. Like who's in there? But Toronto's always has a great uniform. The Rangers have great. I think one of the best. Got, I love their, the Rangers. They got rid of their best uniform though. Well, you don't oh, like they're... you like the Statue of Liberty. No. I hate the Statue. Oh, of Oh, good. Okay, I, I could. They got rid of the third jersey, the the New York, the old school one, the one that says New York down instead of Rangers. Oh, they don't have that anymore. No, they got rid of that one. They, they yeah, they phased it out for a this really nineties throwback. Yeah, because then they did they did what they, oh, they the oh the crest the, um, one. But yeah, because then they this season and last season they did the thing called like the uh, the reverse retros where they took old jerseys but like reversed the colors, so oh, it was like okay. that. So yeah, they had the Statue of Liberty back again, which oh, I think is the ugliest. That, yeah, that's but that is also the favorite of all the Rangers fans, which is like that's why it was like voted on, and that was like really? the one that they got. I don't know. I like the one that you're saying. It was like that dark, it was, dark yeah, the, blue. The Broadway. They call it the the Broadway, Broadway blues. blues. That's what yeah, yeah, right. And it okay. said yeah, it said New York instead of Rangers. Not that one was always great, but Just I think the, the the St. Louis Blues. They're in it still. I love their their third jersey, which it's like the. Broadway blue shirts like that style with the blue jazz symbol of with the jet but like their typical one is like the blues you know it's like the kind of like powder blue yeah. jersey and yeah. they have the giant like uh you know blue symbol on it right but the other their throwback one that they kind of do the third jersey is like the Broadway blues like type of darker blue right and they have the blue symbol but it's smaller and in a circle on the center of the oh, okay that That's one, a cool one yeah that yeah, one yeah. I really like. That one I think is a nice jersey of ones that are still left in the playoffs. I don't like Calgary. I don't like their jerseys no, that much. I'm not a big red. I don't like red. I don't play. like Edmonton, the Oilers. I think there's even they they have some pretty basic. I like ones. the white when Gretzky with the white with when they had the Oilers right in there, but they don't have it. Just no. white with the or the orange too was was a weird one. That's the funny. Kings have changed a lot too. Oh yeah, yeah. the Kings I feel like the Kings are better now when they try to instead of trying to copy the Lakers, they look better now. Oh yeah, but. yeah. I mean they they had. Uh, they used to wear the the colors. Yeah, the LA purple. Kings used to be purple and gold, like the yeah. Lakers colors were. And they Which were it was like, the, it was gross, horrible. I, I was thinking it's got to be funny though for uh, for Gretzky. Um, I was just thinking this because all four of his teams he ever played for in the playoffs this season. That's right, Edmonton, so, St. Louis, Edmonton, St. Louis, LA, Rangers, and New York, and the Kings. So he's got to really be like rooting for all four of them to go. Wow, and the last Canadian team to win the, the, the Stanley Cup was the Montreal Canadiens. Right. And, and that's... 93. Tw- 93. So that's 20... What? 28 years ago. Right? Yeah. Or 20... Was it 29 well, it was years? 22. Yeah. Yeah. 28 years ago. 20. It was 28, right? Well, it's 2022, right? So yeah. Yeah. So. I should know math better than that. But yeah, it's... it's it's uh, it, Yeah, I should know. So but yeah, it's 29. It's 29, 29 years. Yeah. I, I think I'm right on that. Yeah, that would be nice for... Um, for Tor- I mean, it's got to be nice at least for Canada to have two teams in it, you know, Calgary yes. and uh, Toronto. 
But the weird... oh, oh, three. I mean, Edmonton, I forgot. I, I, was, I was almost going on the assumption that they're just going to get eliminated. Right, <laughs> Edmonton, somebody's going to get out of there. I feel like they're just going to get eliminated. But but they beat Gretzky's when he played for the L.A. Kings. Right. In five games. That's the last one they won. And just a little, little side note, Gretzky, no shots on goal in that game. Now, you go figure. One of the most prolific goal scorers. The... Yeah, the most prolific. They're not even got a shot on goal, but that's just a just a little thing there with the. Uh, but it's been a long drought since the team's won. You know, since the Canadian team has won a uh, a Stanley Cup, and we, I, we don't think it's going to be uh, be this year either. Your your Rangers, Colorado, or Rangers, Calgary. What do you think, Zach? Because I know you're going to go Rangers. Yeah, I, th- I think it's going to be Rangers, Colorado. There you go. Okay, so we've got that. Now, I just want a little NBA thing here. you got a well, game. B- before moving that, ahead, I, just I'm sorry. Say, I just want to say this one thing. Go ahead, Mikey. Before the season started, you said it was going to be Colorado and New York, and Colorado was going to win six games. Yes, sir. If, we, if that does come true, true, I'm going to you can never <laughs> make a prediction against the Rangers again. I will. Because if, yeah. if, the Ra- if you said before the season started, yeah. and they do actually go there and lose in six games, I don't think I can ever. But I'll yeah, tell you why, that, Mike. Yeah. If I... If I root for, if I say Rangers in six, there, yeah, that's my superstition. I can never pick my like when I used to do like these football tickets you would get and they'd give you the teams with the odds and you could bet on them. It's legal to bet now, whatever. I would never pick. I would never bet the Giants. I would never bet Notre Dame because every time I picked them to win, they lost. Every time I said, well, they're not. There's no way they're going to win or cover. It would always blow my ticket. Mm-hmm. I'd be like three for four. I needed one win. I said, why did I pick the Giants? They lost. I can't believe They didn't even cover. So I never pick my teams on betting things or whatever. So if I had picked the Rangers. You just better hope that Colorado gets eliminated. Right, exactly. But if I am right, that would be a good prediction. That would be a great prediction, but that would be horrible. It would be (laughs) horrible horrible for us. And I would, really, and I made that prediction hoping the Rangers win for you guys because you have dog in the fight here. before the regular season even started. And you were making that prediction, so can we just... Uh, well, I, I, I'll, I'll say... But I am saying they're getting there, Mike. That's true. I am saying they're getting there, which hey, experience. is... Experience. Experience, we've been there. Now, Zach, I know tonight, a little nervous for you. Game 7. We've talked about Game 7s. You've got Phoenix, Dallas. I'm just happy we're in there in Phoenix tonight. You're in um, Phoenix tonight. You, I, what, are you, what is your crystal ball? Are you nervous? Are you... Oh, I'm absolutely nervous. I, 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 um, I mean, Dallas... Plays very well at home, right? But they have not seemed to play great in Phoenix, so I'm happy with that. We're gonna go. I with... uh, I'm rooting strictly for Chris Paul. Chris Paul. I want Chris Paul to win a damn championship. I think he's deserved it. He's a great guy. I want that very much. Um, and well, now that game is on tonight. Yes. Is this the first round or second? This is the second, f- second, second round. round. Second round. They beat the Pelicans and now uh, it's... Right, this is the second round. So now you, and we talked about this before, superstition. Will you watch the whole game? Will you put it on? Will you check on your phone first and say... I'm going to check on my phone tonight. So you so uh, at eight think, o'clock when, so at eight o'clock when the game starts, you will be aware that it starts. Yeah. But you're not going to be, oh, i got to watch this from beginning to end because... And it is superstition. I mean, it, if you did. It, it's it's going to be tough tonight because it's also like you know, like I was saying, you know, off mic. Uh, it doesn't always bring out the best in me because I I don't like the whatever team is against. Well, yeah, you're the, the Chris. The Paul thing about you is, I'll say this: you and Mikey are loyal to your teams. 
and you are loyal to Chris Paul because you you know his history and everything else. You're definitely loyal to your Rangers because I remember when they were in the Cup, you were you were yeah, it, no, you guys no, were intense on that. You were like it, it gets it gets I very feel intense. Bad for anybody who watches a playoff, yeah, any round, any playoff game with me, because I'm not fun to watch with. I right. just I can't. Oh, I know. I can't talk. I can't say anything. I just look there intently. I have to leave. Feel like a frustrated. No, that's company. what like, it is though, because you are. Like, you really like love your team. I mean, I was when I was younger. Forget about it. Like I was like. Don't the Yankees? Why they I'm pulling my hair out? I couldn't root for other teams. If somebody, I was so bad. If somebody got hurt on the other team, I was like, just get them off the field. Will you please? You're slowing down the momentum of the Giants here. <laughs> I've kind of grown up and said, yeah, no, geez, I, I hope mean, the guy's okay. <laughs> you know, first I was like, I don't care how bad he is. Get yeah, him up yeah, and get him out. Yeah, that's yeah. I've kind of changed that way in, in maturing somewhat. I'm like. Oh, he doesn't look that big. Is he moving his limbs? Okay, what that's I, good. What I've done, okay, which, God bless him, but now get him off the field. Which mm-hmm. I found just helped me is I'll listen to something while the game is on. So even if I have it on, I'm not listening to it. And I could just like draw my own opinions because I don't want to hear right. what, what commentators, what commentators are saying. Right. And and I just like, I there's nothing worse. hate. Like, because I'll hate. Uh, no, I didn't mean that. No, no. I, I just I hate. I I have to watch the MSG because like on online that I can watch, I can either pick the MSG or the national broadcast. Uh-huh. Like you'll be watching a national broadcast and they'll just be like, "Oh, the Rangers look really bad right now. Oh, right. They're, That's lo- the last they're losing you... every face off. They're not winning right. these battles. They need the Igor's got to save that. And like so, I just I gotta watch MSG because at least Sam Rosen and them are like more kind of. Oh well, you know we tried. You know right. it doesn't. Yeah, but it's no, like I know. nothing gets me more like I know my team's doing bad. But I don't need to hear the commentators telling exactly. me how bad they're doing. Exactly, or it they, gets me. Or if you're watching, like when they're on the, the national games, mm-hmm. you know so much. You guys know so much about your team that you know the Rangers are ready. You hate to have to hear like them say, "And he had a great like, Crider, unbelievable." Like you guys, you know, they have to kind of fill in the fans that don't watch. You like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We know yeah. he's having a bad game, or he had a couple of bad. That's uncrider like or whatever you're like i don't want to hear it so yeah, i'll put all the sound down sometimes too i know what that's you mean. all i was doing the national broadcast because i mean i like i said mika did score a big in that game but that, right. these, these these are battles that he should be winning these are face-offs he should be winning these are right. score that's where he should be shooting there not passing and i'm like i, I know like i get it you, but it's also i'm because t- yeah. i i liked i love the giants i was happy especially watching them win those uh super bowls oh, sure. i love the mets I, it was tough watching them lose in 2015 right but it's like if if I had to pick for the the Rangers to win a cup and the Mets and the Giants to never win in like fifty years, I like you. I would pick that in the heartbeat because it's like I can watch the Giants lose and be like, okay, and right. then go or the or the Mets lose, especially the Mets. I'm yeah. way expecting that. They're a part like, of you. The the, the Rangers, Rangers are the so Rangers much are, more yeah. like I don't get phased if the if the Giants get eliminated or the Mets, but if the Rangers do, it's it's such a different I just, thing. Yeah, I just don't want two of my favorite all time athletes to be the guys who didn't win championships. Uh, Lundqvist and Chris Paul. Lundqvist and Chris Paul. Yeah, I, I would really like for Chris Paul to win a damn championship, and uh, I mean it's really a bummer that Lundqvist. Didn't win a championship. I mean, two very nice guys, though, and that's why I like them too. Very, and you look at Chris Paul, they're very, very nice, they're they're great, just just great people. But it's unfortunate, but that's the thing about sports, there's no guarantees in it. I know, you know what I mean. That you could, guy could be great, wonderful guy, and or you know, or woman playing a sport, whatever, and 
You just it just didn't work out. But you also, I mean? you look at the work. Both it's two guys who have carried teams through stuff. Right. You look at the loyalty though, because I I say this. I'll say that if Lundqvist went to any any of the thirty one. I mean, at the time to twenty nine. Right. If he went to any of the thirty nine other you know teams there, twenty nine, he would have won a cup. But yeah. he chose to stay with the Rangers. You know, like yeah. that's the that's the loyalty. That's why that's partly why I love him. No, because if he left for another team, he would be a the four time champion. You know, right. but he, he stayed, and I. I love him for it because he made them relevant every year oh yeah he kept them in games i mean oh, look yeah. get them i mean in I, I i joke about lundquist and mike richter and everything else but when you watch the rangers like you were talking about earlier zach you'd mentioned the rangers were down like one goal or two goals back in those days when lundquist oh, yeah. was gone you're like first of all it was amazed that he gave up two goals maybe in the first period or whatever so yeah you're like that already the rangers are going to score three tonight yeah. They could. They could never get the goal. They they like just they were the missing saves, that yeah. one piece that, during that like that they one were, like a Kreider fifty goal you know yeah. you know fifty how many goals was it fifty four right but they they had a fifty goal score one season with with and him. they would always the thing with them is that they would they knew that he was so good so what they would do is like the the Rangers would score early in the first period make a one one uh, zero and then they'd be like all right we don't have to score the rest <laughs> of the defensive game defensive shell the, the whole and game, they would yeah. do that and sometimes it would work out and sometimes it wouldn't but that was always the problem with the Rangers they'd score one goal and then stop trying because they're like we know Lundqvist isn't going to get let in a goal so right. we don't have to score again so we're done and right. that would always be their downfall yeah, three two was big wins for the Rangers wow yeah. we had three ga- three goals. Yeah, whatever, the Rangers scored. I used to think that hockey scoring was like soccer scoring, where if a team scored one goal or two goals, that was a lot. <laughs> yeah, I right. didn't realize that other teams were scoring seven goals a game. I just my team wasn't. I was right. like, oh yeah, yeah that's always the Rangers. And then then I now I'm you know because I'm pretty new to basketball, right? But in watching like stuff that Chris Paul does, it's like you'll watch these other players on on his team not be able to make what looks like pretty easy shots. Also, what the hell do I know? But, like, easy, you know, give me shots. What Chris Paul does is, which is is great, he averages, like, 20, 25 points, but he doesn't shoot the three a lot. He shoots that mid-range jumper. He gets to the foul line and in or whatever. That's the thing about And you look and you go, wow. He he gets so many assists. He He does. does. He's he's passed behind his back. That's he's he's very insane. He's the top five point guard to ever play in the the, oh he's he's ever in in the whole history. It's just a shame that he has always been on teams that have got eliminated and, and, and hadn't won that championship. It doesn't like they say. Look, it doesn't define you because you look at your whole body of work. He's a hall of famer. There's no doubt. Yeah, but. You just want to want to have like Lundqvist is going to walk in the Hall of Fame, no doubt. He's like Dan Marino. He got to one final, he lost that final. But everybody says Marino's one of the top five quarterbacks in ever to play the game. The same thing with Lundqvist. You're going to look at it. He he won he won Olympic gold for Sweden. Oh yeah. But he, unfortunately, say, he couldn't win that one, you know, that one championship. But he was only in one. I have Lundqvist as a top five goalie to ever play. But I would say realistically, even people who are unbiased who don't like Lundqvist, you can't put him lower than seven of goal to oh. ever, ever to play in the league. Well, you have to ever. look at Eris too. Like the scoring, yeah. except for the Rangers and those runs they had, team hockey changed. It oh, wasn't yeah. stick up your head and bashing people it was you know it was more wide open it was it was more goal scores easier chance to score because the nhl needed that took fighting out put scoring in and he was able to make and he didn't just make some and i'm not like want to do a 
you know, a uh, like a, he passed away or anything, but I'm just saying he would make incredible saves one after the other. Like he could save like two, three shots. Yeah, in a row. You know, because the defense supposedly a defensive team, and then these guys were right. He was right there. Bing, bing, bing. He he was so good. Looking. Yeah, the Rangers so got good. credit for being good defensively when he was the defense. Right, exactly. He was defense but he'd goalie. still make like ten incredible saves in a game. You'd be right. like, how the hell did he make that one? But not only that, the rebound save was just as incredible. Yeah, athleticism to get to one side right. or the other. I'm scared. That's what think, made him not like. I think that's know. when I get the the most mad in the game is when I felt people didn't respect Lundqvist, and when I feel people don't respect Chris Paul, I'm like, you guys. Are lucky to even play in the same league as this person. Right. How dare you? No, like and like you should show reverence. But and you get like be happy to lose for you guys for for hockey. There's only one for one team, and I've talked about this before. In the NBA, it's like oh, I like that player. I like that player. Like I don't have like I like Steph Curry. I like Clay Thompson. I like Chris Paul. You know what I mean? Like if Golden State wins, I know it would hurt you because that means Phoenix didn't. But it's not gonna destroy me because I like these guys. But for you, you're loyal Paul, to uh, uh, um, you're loyal to Chris. Steph Hill. Curry's doing just fine. Oh yeah, he's, Steph he's, Curry's he's, doing just fine. He's won, and they yeah. they've won championships but and everything else. Like, like when I was bringing up, like, oh, I'm a Giants, I'm a Mets fan, I'm a Rangers fan. I'm not a I'm a basketball like player fan. Right. I don't have a team. That's you the would think one I was sport, a Knicks fan or whatever, but no. That's the one sport that you do kind of like players more than yeah teams I, I like. Like I like the Knicks. I'd like to see the Knicks be you know relevant. And whatever, but it doesn't break my heart that they haven't won a championship. You I've know, grown forever. to like other players on the Suns, but like the fact that I'm rooting for a team in Phoenix, Arizona, yeah. who's like like, right. like they're, they're who it's the called, guy used to be in Houston, yeah. who was you know in different yeah, cities, in, uh, you know, you know Oklahoma. You know, so he's called it, it's, it's called over. Sun Valley where they play right. like some of their jerseys. <laughs> right, right, it's like, right. It's not about that. It's like a, you know. I like the iced tea more than the the, the, yeah. the sun, but I'm gotcha. all in. Right, because, because you get that's the thing about sports that you either like the player, you like that team, and you follow that. You you like we talked about. You feel like you want that guy your or that team to win so badly that, and then when they don't, it bugs you. Like it stays with you for a little bit. Oh yeah, you know, like they lost. How did that happen? You know, like, what I, mean? like I I can't wrap my brain around like. Oh, them them losing like that. Just like that right. must be so devastating. And it's like also these guys are millionaires. Like the top one of the one one percent that get to play a oh game my God, right. professionally, and and we're up worrying about it. You right, know, it's, it's but that's the too, thing about it's, sport, it's, it's though. Like, yeah, that's sport. It because it's you never know like the outcome of the thing. You think, well, oh man, like you were saying, the Rangers, Pittsburgh, no problem. We'll take care. Then you're like, wait a minute, let's go. We lost the first game in triple overtime. How did that happen? Then we lost, wait a minute, we're down two. How did that? And you're like, you can't believe it. So then you get even more frustrated. You're like, maybe I shouldn't, I shouldn't have thought this or I should have done this. That's that's the thing about sport, which makes it so great. It's the best reality show because you don't know. Yeah. And it's not scripted. You don't know what's going to happen. Like injuries happen. Yeah. Like that illegal hit. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. But you know what I mean? Like it could just take like a turn of an ankle or something and like, God forbid somebody from the Rangers gets hurt or something like, you know, not deliberately, but yeah. he gets a puck and breaks his, you know, something yeah. happens or they, like, what happened oh, yeah, to... you never know. To yeah. what happened to uh, McDonough, right? Didn't he get hit by the... It, it fractured his... 
Was it his foot, right? You, yeah, you talked about, yeah, right? He broke his foot. He had a dislocated shoulder. Right. He still played, but like you know, he wasn't. But playing you're not the same. The same. I mean, no. your foot. You're you're skating on one foot basically, or things like that. And these guys are going out and laying it out on the line, and you're like. Yeah, that's why I want these guys to win, and they. That's why it's like I hate that he won it for the Lightning, but I'm so happy he won. Cause yeah, it is nice player. that they McDonough uh, for the Rangers being the captain for everything. That's a player he deserved one. Well, isn't yeah. it the thing he we really used to always talk about? We look at the team that's a lot still alive in a place that has the most Rangers, and they're the team that's going to win the cup. Is that? Yeah, we, we used to say that, <laughs> right? Like. like it was like Haglin. Haglin left the Rangers. He won with the Penguins. Uh, right. Gabrick left the Rangers. He won with the Kings. Uh, like every, you know, everything like There's that. Le- left. He won with the the Lightning. Right. There was like I think there was a string of like seven years in a row. Then X Ranger was in the finals. <laughs> right. Like after just leaving the team, it was right. like can, I was like, can somebody like can, can the Rangers make it one year? <laughs> right. I, mean, I know I like these guys and I say they deserve to win, but I love them to win with you the Rangers carrying the cup in in in, in you yeah, know in New York. In, in, an MSG, right? So we're picking obviously the Suns. I mean, I hope tonight we're yeah, going to go with that. We're gonna, yeah, there could be and, no other. Um, we're going to end the podcast a little bit. I just, I, I am on my next podcast. I want to talk about this woman's basketball player, Brittany Griner, who is still in Russia. This oh. poor thing. She plays for a Russian team. That's a whole. The thing that, and I'm just saying this: if this was a prominent male athlete. That was stuck in a Russian prison, basically, because she had like some vaping thing, and and yeah. she was arrested for this. She's they're extending her stay. They want to have this this I, I think this name nickname was the butcher or something of of that sold weapons to other countries to kill other people and everything, and they want to have a prisoner Prison swap, swap yeah. with this. I know there's another American. Uh, the the Biden administration was able to get that marine out, right? But, but there's now. still another uh, marine or something that's there. But this, like, this is an athlete, and we, and I, I, I want to go into it more on our next podcast yeah, because she's still got another month. But I mean, you know, this woman, it's insane. It's, it's insane, and it's very Russian. Very Russian. I'm telling you, and I feel horrible. But if this was a, a, a like, the WNBA is not like in the top four sport, it, but. The fact is, there's an, an athlete that plays on, you know, she plays in WNBA, but also plays in, in the European leagues because they can only make a certain amount of money. And this poor woman is in prison for carrying, like, um, vaping material or whatever it might be. And it's illegal. Obviously, it's illegal and, you know, whatever. In Russia, everything's illegal. But I just feel horrible for her. And I, I hope they can do more to get her to get her out, but we will have more details yeah. about that. Uh, in the because next. I also wonder just in next episode, how the Russian NHL players must be feeling with everything going on oh, yeah. right now. Oh, absolutely. Because, you know, that must be weighing on oh, them God. In, in one way or another. Right. So, because and we won't go into too much, but what do you do? Like if you stay, like you're living in the U S you've got relatives in Russia how do you come out against it knowing that what could happen to them if you speak up? That's the other part of it. I'm sure Ovechkin is not thrilled that his country is invading another country, but he does have relatives. I mean, all of his money. Well, uh, uh, is of in the them, banks I'm there. pretty sure that OV. Well, but yeah. still. Yeah, no, you know I know. What I mean, he's still got more. I'm sure when he goes home, he's like, yeah, but I'm seeing these reports of these little babies and 
women and you know being killed like this. It's got a way on you. And to play it, and, and you know, it's, it's I feel very bad difficult. for who is the kid that the Russians went after? Um, Panarin on the ranch. Yeah, Panarin. The, right. They, they went. They went after his whole family. Like Panarin's life was blown up by. Putin. Yeah. Like it's 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 nuts. So and another another. We will have another yeah. podcast on this, but I hope Billy Thomas, this is for you, Mikey, Zach did a great job, and we'll uh, see you soon. Thank you. <laughs>